This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. The flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It's a Big 12 Friday on the John Moore Show. Sanders looking to throw. Petrie is chasing Sanders, and he's got him for a loss. Back at the Oklahoma State 43-yard line, Jalen Petrie closing fast, makes the tackle for a loss. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marineland Boating Center, on the web at marinelandwacoyamaha.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. One more time, Hunter Deckers takes a knee, and this remarkable Cyclone team has done it. They will stand alone atop the Big 12 Conference standings. Their first conference championship since the Titanic sank, and the Red Sox moved into Fenway Park. Their first conference championship since six years before the pandemic, the Spanish flu pandemic. We are going to Jerry World, and there's nothing the Moose out front can do to tell us otherwise. <laughs> the Cyclones win it over West Virginia, 42 to six. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. Brewer back to pass. Under pressure, and he's down. He's sacked. Isaiah Thomas finishes with Column Suter. Game over. Final score on a Saturday night in the home finale. Oklahoma 27 and Baylor 14. Now for a look around the Big 12 Conference, here is the State of Texas co-sportscaster of the year, John Morris and Garrett Ross. Hi and welcome on a Friday morning John Morris show. John Morris, Garrett Ross in studio. Highlight cuts in the open courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Baylor football has hung up the cleats and the shoulder pads for the year. Also uh, heard from John Walters, that classic call, the, uh, the end of their game, their win over West Virginia, courtesy of the Cyclone Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Iowa State is headed to, I think they're already there, in Arlington to play Oklahoma in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game. It comes up tomorrow. Also, Toby Rowland with a call. The Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. OU is there again awaiting Iowa State. Should be a really fun matchup tomorrow in Arlington. Welcome in. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning. We'll talk about uh, the matchup, Iowa State and Oklahoma. Uh, Shehan Jairaja will join us from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Covers the Big 12 uh, really, really well and always has good insight. So uh, Garrett will visit with him, get his thoughts on the matchup between the Cyclones and the Sooners. He's a perfect guy to bring on. He, I always keep up with him on Twitter. Uh, he's got his finger on the pulse of the Big 12, all college football, especially in the state and you know, he he's, he's always brings really great insight. He's very thorough, so I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, I said Big 12, but it, it's much more vast mm -hmm. than that. It really is all the schools in the state of Texas, uh, you know, working for Dave Campbell's Texas Football mm -hmm. Magazine. But always enjoy visiting with Shea Hunt, so we'll have him on coming up in just a bit. Talk some basketball. The Lady Bears are back in action this afternoon. Another uh, holiday matinee in the Farrell Center. They will play Northwestern State. Now, this is a game that was postponed from November. 
November 27th would have been the day after Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. but Northwestern State had some issues at that point, so they pushed it to uh, today, and it's part of a busy week for the Lady Bears. Uh, this will be their third of four games in six days this week. They'll play uh, Northwestern State today at 2, and they'll play McNeese State tomorrow at 2. I've been thinking about this, and I feel like scheduling that right before the Christmas break gives you the benefit of of not having such a layoff without so much basketball. I mean, you're going to have you're going to have your break, right? But if you didn't have these games, you would go like two or three weeks without being able to Absolutely. play and get any reps and I think it's really good and also you can try any little if you need to work on your press or anything like that take advantage of that right now before you really get rolling with conference yeah I mean coach Mulkey said these are really important games this week I mean first first of the week Monday was a conference game mm -hmm. the win over tech but then southern and northwestern state and tomorrow McNeese uh, these are really important games to do things like you said uh, to uh, kind of polish up you know mm -hmm. what they need to work on and uh, you know hopefully uh, have a good taste in their mouth off some wins going into the Christmas break. And with uh, the rule that came out, what, what's her name that's going to be able to? Yeah, Jaden Owens. So this would be good to actually get her out there and get some yeah. game reps for her. That'll be fun. She should play today. Uh, if you missed it, the NCAA did uh, move forward with that rule, granting transfers immediate eligibility. Uh, normally, you'd have to sit out a year, mm -hmm. which was what Jaden was doing. Uh, but she's eligible now, so she could play as early as today. I, I so in situations like that, are was she able to practice, or was she yes. not? Even, she was able no, to practice. No, you can practice. Yeah. Okay. If you're out, if you transfer and you're redshirting, you know you can't play, but you can practice all okay. year. Yeah. So she's going to be all right. That'll yeah. be fine. Then. Yeah. So she has been. Yeah. It's not like she's been you just know, thrown out there. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, so that'll be fun to see her. Gives a little more depth, one more body for Coach Mulkey, and fun to see her on the floor for the first time in a Baylor uniform. And I think that's important because you know she's. Coach Mulkey has talked about the depth all year long, and then you you add what they've been able to do with the bench. They've had a lot of production off of there, so getting her in the mix is definitely going to be beneficial as they go into conference play. Yeah, big plus there. So the game today, one thirty for the pregame, 2 o'clock tip-off. It's here on ESPN Central Texas. Television on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Tomorrow, uh, the Baylor men will play at Kansas State back in action. They resumed practice yesterday, so uh, they'll have a couple of busy uh, practices yesterday and today, fly up to Manhattan this afternoon, and then uh, play K-State tomorrow, so it'll be the Big 12 opener for the second-ranked Bears tomorrow against Kansas State. And that's got to be difficult to be off that long and then try to prepare for a game, and not only a, a game but a road game yeah. as well. Yeah, and K-State coming off that big win yeah. over Iowa State earlier this week. So they got to be feeling good, and they're at home, and Baylor going in there. So that is tomorrow, uh, the Baylor men versus K-State. 3 o'clock tip-off, 2.30 pregame here on ESPN Central Texas television uh, for that one will be on Big 12 now on ESPN plus also and the women's game tomorrow against McNeese will be on 92.9 FM and then television on Big 12 now on ESPN plus so are you going up to Manhattan I am you I excited? get to travel with the team for the first time this year that should be fun <laughs> absolutely see some snow possibly uh yeah I don't, don't think maybe so. I mean it's cool up there but it's not Probably like not part of right frigid winter in Manhattan so uh cool uh bordering on cold I'm not sure about snow though i was hoping you get christmas snow i know exactly <laughs> exactly i want to uh, smooth the flight is what no, i want okay. yeah that's a little bit more important <laughs> that's how 
the weather <laughs> factors in. So all those are big stories. We're going to talk about all of those more in depth over the hour. But the real big story this morning is Garrett Ross has graduated from college. You're an official graduate. Yes. Way to go, Garrett. Thank that you, is J-Mo. huge news. Way I go, appreciate man. that. Yeah, really man. happy for you. Thank you. It's been a interesting journey, long journey, but I'm the first person in my family to graduate from oh, college. That's so a huge accomplishment. Pretty awesome. Congratulations. I really appreciate that. And that's not easy. When, you, when you're married, you got a family, oh. you're you know putting jobs together and still going to school, that is not easy. It, it's not. It's been a, it's been an interesting ride, a, an interesting process, a lot of juggling, <laughs> yeah, uh, to yes, say the least. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's definitely all, everything has finally worked out and you know all the hard work finally paid off. So We'll see what happens next. That's great. Well, I would say, uh, you know, you and I here till 10 o'clock. I'd say after 10 o'clock, just take the rest of the just day the off. Just of the take the off. weekend off. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> no, they'd be lost here if you did that. So uh, I don't have that authority to say Man. that. But I, right. I can say congratulations. That is great. I'm really happy that. for you. Proud Thank for you, you. That is a great, great accomplishment. Appreciate that. Uh, and when we get to birthdays, it's a big birthday weekend as well yeah. in your family. It sure is. Yep. So, yeah, we'll get to that. All right. Very good. So big weekend uh, already for uh, Garrett and his family. All right, we're off and running on this Friday morning. Plenty to get to. The uh, Big 12 named their Players of the Year, the various award winners, and the uh, all-conference teams. Uh, Those were announced yesterday. So we'll look at those a little bit uh, and a little bit later uh, talk the Big 12 championship game with Shehan Jayaraja. All that coming up in the hour. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Diamore Fine Jewelers. It was great to be there at Diamore yesterday. Uh, great to visit with Jay. Great to visit with uh, Rachel Hammonds. Uh, and then Amanda Cunningham was there. I heard uh, later in the day mm-hmm. Q was over there. Q was Q was, <coughs> excuse me. Q was uh, in the spirit of things, wasn't he? Yesterday Q, afternoon, Q was the perfect person to have over there. He, I mean, he absolutely get everything was. going. You know, it was great in the afternoon. We had uh, uh, Amanda come on and talk yes. about her event last night, and it, it was just fun to check in all day and, and get all the the great deals. And you could just kind of feel the atmosphere and the That's energy it. that was going on inside of Diamori. That's it. I was there yesterday morning, and I'm not sure I did as good a job as Q did. <laughs> Q was uh, he was in the spirit of things at Diamori. So well done and appreciate the hospitality there at Diamore. Uh, it was fun to be there yesterday and they've got their uh, you know Christmas sales that are going on extended hours they'll open at 10 o'clock again this morning open 10 to 7 and remember this Sunday they are open the only Sunday of the year that they'll open is the Sunday before Christmas that happens to be this week so they'll open noon to six on Sunday. That is DMRA Fine Jewelers, you know, at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chilly start to the day with temperatures in the lower to mid-30s. Highs will reach the lower 60s in the afternoon. Skies be mostly sunny to start out the day, but cloud cover will increase as we head into the afternoon. Skies be mostly cloudy overnight with lows in the 40s and a 40% chance of rain after midnight. A few showers will linger throughout the morning on Saturday with skies clearing up in the afternoon. Highs will be in the upper 50s and lower 60s throughout the weekend. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 530 and 9 for your forecast first. 
Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. So one time I was given some kind of gift that was something that you would use. It was like one of those things that you find on the infomercials mm-hmm. where you put your hand on it and it's like a button and it's supposed to be able to... To where you can grab sta- it's things like a in claw. a small area. Yeah. yeah. It looked like the thing that was in... You remember Total Recall? <laughs> and, the th- and, and when they pulled that thing out of Arnold Schwarzenegger's nose, mm-hmm. that's what it looked like. And I'm like, I'm not going to... I'm never going to stick something up my nose. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3 on ESPN Central Texas. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun. Drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce. Topped with three pickles and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. For qualified buyers, see dealer for details. The holiday sales event continues at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. It's the season to upgrade with employee pricing for everyone. Save $10,000 on a 2021 GMC Sierra or $7,000 on a 2021 GMC Terrain. You deserve a great 2021, so kick it off now with a new truck or SUV during the Richard Carr holiday sales event. Get here now or let us bring a test drive to you. At Richard Carr, we give you more. First Central Credit Union has expanded our playbook. First Central helps you roll with the changes. Save on your ride by refinancing your vehicle now. Your new game plan? Same ride, just lower payments. First Central is the local financial team to lead you in a winning season. When you need it the most, visit us online at firstcentralcu.com to see the First Central advantage in times like these. Subject to membership eligibility. Member NCUA. One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Goodfeet store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring, and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive.
the season. Welcome back. John Morris Show on this Friday morning. We're brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business covering four generations. How rare is that in today's business environment? At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are, quite simply, Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Uh, basically, your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. Remember, they deliver and unload as well. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco and Bryan. In Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Glad you're back with us. John Morris, Garrett Ross, and uh, talking about our trip to uh, D'Amore Fine Jewelers mm -hmm. yesterday. Did the show live from there yesterday. And uh, great visit with Jay Manali. Uh, we had a great visit between break, before the show, between breaks, and, and after the show also. And he handed me a box uh, as I was leaving, and he said, Merry Christmas. And I said, oh, thank you very much. Very nice. And the box looks to the world like it's a box of chocolates, mm -hmm. right? And that's what I thought it was. And then I looked at it on the front. It says um, Middle Eastern Pastries. So I thought, that's interesting. And he had given me a plate uh, with uh, three little pastries on it when I was there right. during the show, and I ate those. They were terrific. And, and sure enough, this is a box of those pastries. And uh, so I took them home. My wife tried one. She said, oh, those are good. <laughs> she said, get these out of the house or we'll <laughs> eat all of them. So I brought them up here. I'm going to leave them here to share with everybody here. But thanks to Jay, and these are really, really good. They are very good. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm going to grab a couple more in a minute. But man, those are phenomenal. And yeah, when you brought them in, I was like, okay, so he's got some Russell Stover's exactly. chocolates over here. And then you were like, no, these are, you got to try these. These are Middle Eastern pastries. They're phenomenal. I was like, okay. Yep. And then, man, that first bite hooks you. <laughs> yeah, They're awesome. Exactly. They are really good. So thanks again to Jay for all his hospitality and for the, uh, the treats on the way out the door, these Middle Eastern pastries. All right, uh, Big 12 announced their award winners yesterday. They're all conference teams. Uh, the, uh, there's some consternation in the state of Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. uh, no OU or Oklahoma State players uh, defensively on the first team. And they're saying, wait, 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 wait a minute here. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I, I, and even with that, I, I don't find much fault with any of these. I wouldn't disagree with any of these. Jalen Petrie, first team All yeah. Big 12. That is a terrific honor for, uh, for Jalen to have uh, played well enough this year to be a first team All uh, Big 12 performer. And I mean, he deserved it. When, when, I think when you go back and you look at the, the season Baylor had, um, their defense, especially the secondary, was key. I mean, they were the most consistent group, and, and he was he played lights out all year, so I think he definitely deserved it. Second team uh, from Baylor, R.J. Sneed, the receiver. Uh, you see some of his uh, unbelievable catches this year. That is a very good spot. And Treston Ebner uh, is a special teams uh, performer, uh, is the uh, second team All-Big 12. And then on the defensive side, Terrell Bernard, even though he played just half the season, Terrell Bernard is record recognized as uh, all big 12 second team and he should be i mean and there's no question about anybody if he would have played the full season you know he would be there it's, it's probably the league mvp on defense but definitely first team but 
Yeah, that just shows the body of work that he was able to do at a small sample size. Honorable mention from Baylor, uh, All Big 12, William Bradley King, Dylan Doyle, Tristan Ebner's running back, John Mayer's the kicker, Christian Morgan, and JT Woods. So a good representation for Baylor on the uh, – uh, all Big 12, uh, first team, second team, and honorable mention. The Offensive Player of the Year, Brees Hall. The, uh, Brees Lightning, the running back from Iowa State. The Defensive Player of the Year, Mike Rose from Iowa State. Coach of the Year, Matt Campbell, the head coach <laughs> at Iowa State. Third time in five seasons he's been the coach of the year. Uh, there's a trend here with uh, Iowa State. You can tell they have a, are having a really, really good season. Uh, the offensive newcomer of the year is Xavier Hutchinson, the receiver from Iowa State. The defensive newcomer of the year is the Arizona transfer, Tony Fields, the linebacker at West Virginia. Offensive freshman of the year, uh, Deuce Vaughn, the running back from Kansas State. Great selection there. Co-defensive freshman of the year, Aishim Young, the defensive back from Iowa State, and Kari Coleman, uh, the defensive lineman from TCU. Uh, Baylor's Treston Ebner is the special teams player of the year. Great honor for him. He battled mm -hmm. through injuries, uh, really the majority of the season. But, uh, man, when he was healthy, even the last game of the year uh, against uh, Oklahoma State, mm -hmm. he had that long, about a 50-yard kickoff return in that game. He was one of those people that you didn't want to kick to him. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, were try you would hope that you could get the ball away from him because, I mean, he had the ability to – all he needed was one block, one crease, and he could be gone. The uh, offensive lineman of the year is Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. Fifth year in a row, OU has had the offensive lineman of the year. Makes sense. That's I mean, yeah, it makes part sense. of their success, absolutely. And the defensive lineman of the year, no argument here, Darius Stills, uh, the defensive tackle for West Virginia. Really, really good. Uh, he is West Virginia's first defensive lineman of the year. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. That's surprising. Exactly. That's true because they've had some really stout defenses and stout up mm -hmm. front guys, too. Um, the uh, first-team quarterback is Brock Purdy. Uh, Second-team All-Big 12 quarterback is Sam Ellinger. I think there was a lot of discussion about that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, as the season went on, who would be the first-team quarterback. I, I, I don't disagree with uh, either of those choices. No, I mean, I, I, I see how you, people could make an argument for Spencer Rattler, but definitely with what Ellinger was able to do, he, he carried Texas. I mean, he was everything for them. Yep. Uh, we'll ask uh, Shahan about that, who he did vote for or who he would have voted for, first-team All-Big 12 quarterback. Um, but those are some of the highlights uh, from the All-Big 12 uh, teams and awards that were announced yesterday. Speaking of Shahan, that is Shahan Jayaraja, writes for Tex Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Let's uh, take a break and visit with him when we come back. Talk about the Dr. Pepper Big 12 Championship game tomorrow in Arlington, matching Iowa State and Oklahoma, plus these awards and uh, other things. Baylor signing class. Talk about that with Shahan as well. All that coming Coming up, John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, where the Big Finish event is underway. Check out these amazing incentives for starters. Number one, employee pricing for all on most vehicles, most new vehicles. Number two, nearly every new vehicle has 0% financing for 60, 72, or 84 months. And number three, every new vehicle has no payments for 90 days. All that available on the uh, new Dodge uh, Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab, the uh, Jeep and the Jeeps, including the 2021s with 0% for 72 months. Uh, if you want a Jeep and a truck, 
Well, get a Gladiator. It's like no other vehicle in the world. 100% truck, 100% SUV, the Swiss Army knife of SUVs. You can shop, apply, or buy online at alansamuelsdcj.com, and they deliver. Merry Christmas from your friends in the car business, Alan Samuels. Baylor Big 12 Basketball Saturday with Pat and John here on the home of the Bears. The Bears return to action Saturday in Manhattan against Kansas State. 2.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday for Baylor K-State Big 12 Basketball. Baylor Big 12 Basketball Saturday here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. Don't miss the real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with the large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. Their vendors are some of the most reputable in the state of Texas, and the variety is so big you don't want to miss it. If they don't have it, they'll make it. The next Real Texas Gun Show coming up Saturday, December 19th and Sunday, December 20th at the Bell County Expo Center. Social distancing will be enforced and a temperature check will be conducted at the door. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet system helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just stop in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center to discuss the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, and boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center, Mercury Outboards, Go boldly. Just call Big Feet Services when electricity is on your list. Call Big Feet Services. Your need is a priority. Call Big Feet Services at 254-292-8908. Your need is a priority. 292-8908. Your need is a priority. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The 7th-ranked Baylor Lady Bears are back in action this afternoon at the Farrell Center looking for their 60th straight home victory as they host Northwestern State. Head coach Kim Mulkey was asked if she had time to prep for the Lady Demons as they played three games in four days. Um, I've had time to work on us. Mainly is just to do the same preparation that we did for Southern and the same 
same preparation we'll do for McNeese State is what do we need to do better, and I think that we will. Tip-off for Baylor versus Northwestern State is at 2 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight, the Temple Wildcats playoff run continues as they take on Rockwall Heath at Baylor's McLean Stadium. Pre-game is at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Um, you know, I, I just, again, a very young team when we played them early in the season. And I, I think a very young team that was extremely talented that has grown into what you've seen from Oklahoma year after year. And that's um, a dynamic football team. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. We've been pretty aggressive about the way that we've prepared. And I like the, the, the way our team has handled the, the changes, the difference in schedule, the you know postponing of the game last week and, and having to switch gears midweek. And I think our guys have done a, a really good job. And I know we're certainly very excited to head down to Arlington and play this game. Now back to the voice of the Bears and the State of Texas co-sportscaster of the year, John Morris. Heard from Matt Campbell, heard from Lincoln Riley, the two head coaches who will match wits tomorrow in the Dr. Pepper Big 12 football championship game in Arlington at AT AT&T Stadium. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff. It'll be broadcast on ABC. Should be a great showcase for the league, and I, I don't think there's anyone that doesn't agree that these are the two best teams meeting in the championship game coming up tomorrow. Let's talk about that and uh, all things uh, Big 12 and Texas football with our good friend and Baylor grad, Shehan J. Raja, is, uh, from Texas, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Shehan, good morning to you. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Good deal. Appreciate you being on with us. First off, congratulations to you. Notice this week uh, you're named a 2021 Outstanding Young Alum by the Baylor Line Foundation. Congratulations on that. Hey, well, thank you so much. You know, it's always it's always special to be honored, but it's especially special when uh, when it feels like your family's honoring you. And, and obviously, you know, all the people there in Waco and at Baylor, you know, they feel like family to me. Very good. Well, congratulations. Very well deserved. And uh, enjoy your work and appreciate everything you're doing. Uh, what do you think about this game? Uh, am I right? Nobody disagrees that these aren't the two best teams that are matching up tomorrow. No, I, I think after going through this full season, I don't think there's any doubt about it. You know, I think that everybody knows that Oklahoma got off to a little bit of a slow start, but but since then, I mean, they've really been pretty dominant the last couple of weeks. They obviously got some guys back, uh, like running back Ramondre Stevenson and, and Ronnie Perkins on the edge. And since that's happened, I mean, this has been not just, you know, one of the better teams in the Big 12, but, but they've almost been the level of those Oklahoma-caliber teams that we've seen the last couple of years. And for Iowa State, I mean, they started the season pretty strong, all things considered, and they have finished just absolutely dominant, especially playing at home where they really just dominated on the defensive side of the ball. I don't think that anybody else is playing anywhere near the level that these two teams are playing at, so I'm excited to see them kind of get a rematch here. And I've said this several times, Oklahoma kind of gave everybody a head start. You know, they started 0-2 in conference play. The losses to Kansas State and then Iowa State, and then they really got going. But when they got going, a big part of that, as you mentioned, was getting uh, Stevenson back at running back and, and Ronnie Perkins back on the defensive side. That was a real key for them, wasn't it? 
Yeah, it really was. And I think that we saw earlier in the year, and even in, in the first matchup between these two teams, that having so much youth at running back really played a big part in this. And to be fair to them also, you know, the offensive line, I think, needed some time to come together. They, they were having some issues. But, uh, you know, you were throwing young guys out there like Seth McGowan, who, you know, is a fantastic player, but who's a freshman. Mm-hmm. And when you were able to add a kid back like Stevenson, you know, I think that the offense really opened up. Uh, just less was on Spencer Rattler's shoulders. And, and on the defensive side, you know, I think that Perkins really just was that final piece in this defense that played really, really well, as Baylor fans saw a couple of weeks ago. Um, and I think that they've been pretty dominant on that side of the ball ever since he came back. So I think that, you know, look, I think that football's a team game. One or two guys don't necessarily change everything. But I think that if, if the right guy gets put in the right spot in the right situation, uh, I think that sometimes that can just change the way a team looks. How much of Oklahoma's, uh, you know, sprint to the finish was Spencer Rattler just getting some experience? You know, he made some, you know, questionable throws early in the year, but he has gotten better as the season's gone on. Uh, I, I guess that's natural for a freshman in that position. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you what. I think that the thing you say about Rattler is that out of these great quarterbacks that they've had the last three or four years, uh, I mean, I think that he arguably has the most natural arm talent of any of them. He throws the ball just with it's so effortless for him and i think that like you mentioned earlier in the year uh it just took time for him to kind of catch up to where he's reading defenses the way that he needs to you know he obviously didn't have a three-game non-conference slate to kind of get some of that stuff in order and and honestly he plays two of the worst teams to, to have those kinds of bad games against in kansas state and iowa state to open the year so since then i think he's done a really good job of settling down a little bit i, I think that it definitely helped that Marvin Mims has kind of emerged as his go-to receiver and, and he knows where to go with the ball. Uh, but he's been tremendous the last couple of weeks. And, and I think that, you know, I think that while he was not the first team all Big 12 quarterback, I think that if we are picking a quarterback to start a franchise with today, I think that Spencer Rattler would be the guy. Yeah, good point. How much of a factor do you think it could be tomorrow? Oklahoma's been here a lot in the championship game. They know, you know, they're no, they know their way around uh, AT&T Stadium. For Iowa State, it's a new experience. I mean, they haven't won a conference championship since 1912 and haven't, uh, you know, haven't been in this championship game. How much of a factor might that be? Yeah, I think that definitely early in these kinds of games, that's when you really see that, right? You really see sometimes, you know, for a team like Iowa State, maybe the moment at the beginning is a little big for them. And then they, I think they'll settle in, and I think they'll be just fine. Um, but, you know, yeah, I mean, this is old hat for Oklahoma. They've been in every single one of these big 12 championship games since they brought them back. They've won, what, what is it, five straight championships, right. I believe. It, it's, it's unbelievable what this team has been able to accomplish. But, you know, the flip side of that, and what I'll say is that, the last several times that Oklahoma's done this, and every time under Lincoln Riley, they've been playing for a, a shot at the playoffs. So, you know, that isn't here this time. Whereas Iowa State, like you mentioned, I mean, <laughs> I think that, uh, you know, people need to understand, again, 1912 is the last year that they won a conference championship, and they've only played in one conference championship game since then. You know, they've only won one division since then. So we're talking about, uh, you know, a team that really has never had that kind of success. Winning a conference championship would be the biggest thing to ever happen to this program. And there's a lot of seniors on this team is another part of it. You know, you have guys like Mike Rose and Jaquan Bailey who won't be back next year, who won't get another shot at this. So I do think that Oklahoma will definitely have an edge in terms of being able to come out there and be comfortable in this setting. But I definitely think that Iowa State is going to have a lot of motivation to come out and, and try to shock the world.
Shayhan, when you look at the uh, the layoff that Oklahoma has had with not being able to play West Virginia, how does that factor into this matchup? Yeah, I think that's a great question. And, you know, the other thing that we say about it too, right, is that the last game that they played was against Baylor, and it was not a very good offensive game for them. And I think I think way more of that had to do with the way Baylor played defensively than them struggling. But, uh, but you know, they haven't had a good performance since they played Oklahoma State about a month ago, right? And whereas Iowa State obviously had a couple great performances to close the season, you know, a 42-6 to win over West Virginia, going on the road at Texas and, and dominating Kansas State 45-0. to So I do think that Iowa State is a team that probably is in a little bit more rhythm. But at the same time, I mean, I do think that at least Oklahoma got enough games to play with each other. Uh, you know, from all indications, it seems like they should have the majority of their team and had the majority of their team through practice. So I do think Oklahoma is going to be okay, but I do think that, you know, Iowa State's probably going to be in, in a good little rhythm. And, and, you know, maybe that's something that sort of offsets uh, the moment being very big. You mentioned a while ago about Oklahoma being in these situations and, and with the opportunity to play for the CFP on the line. If Iowa State finds a way to win this game, is there any way at all that you could see them working their way into the uh, college football playoff talk? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. I'm a little surprised how much respect the playoff committee has given Iowa State. I, I think that they've been tremendous this year. I think that, uh, you know, ever since those last, first couple of games ended, I think they have played like a, you know, a top 10, top 5 caliber team. But it has been a little surprising to me to see just how much respect they've gotten. And Oklahoma, obviously, has gotten great respect, too. They're a top 10 team right now. That said, uh, I think it's going to be really tough because I think that what you're asking for Iowa State is, is you'll ask them to win the game, obviously, but then you'll ask a two-loss Iowa State team to jump not only, you know, whoever loses, let's say it's Ohio State, but they'd have to jump Texas A&M as well. I think that that's probably going to be a little difficult. Um, look, I'm, I'm never going to say it's impossible because, again, I think that I think that from a dominance perspective over the last three games, I think that Iowa State has played like a top-four team in America. But it, it, I think it's going to be a lot to ask for them to come in and jump you know, Texas A&M and Ohio State and, and obviously, you know, maybe a Clemson or an order, Notre Dame just depends, obviously. Uh, but look, I, I think that there's definitely a chance. This has been one of the weirdest seasons in a while. The thing that you say about them versus Texas A&M is that they will have the conference championship bump, which, you know, as, as we remember from 2014, did make a difference. Uh, I think that it's going to be interesting to watch, but uh, I would lean towards snow right now. But look, I'm not going to try and sit here and pretend that I know what the playoff committee is thinking. <laughs> Absolutely. Hard to predict sometimes. Shayhan Jayaraja is with us. Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Uh, I know you saw the uh, Big 12 awards, which were announced yesterday, and uh, first team, second team, honorable mention teams. Uh, anything uh, jump off the page at you uh, about any of those, either the awards or first or second teams? Yeah, I'll tell you what. I, it's, I will say first, I think that it's kind of funny how, uh, how difficult it was to pick the defensive team versus, you know, the offensive team kind of fell into place. You know, obviously the Big 12 has been such an offensive conference for a while, but I think that everybody who watches Baylor knows, you know, it's been probably a shift over the last three years or so where all of a sudden you see these great defenders coming in and playing. But that said, I was I was absolutely blown away that Raleigh Tejada was not even an honorable mention mm -hmm. pick. I, I thought that, it's, you know, he has been one of the better cornerbacks in the nation this year and actually – Obviously, everybody knows what happened during that Oklahoma State game. That was that was a really rough game for him. But heading into that game, he led the nation in yards per coverage snap. So 
we're talking about a player who's been up there with anybody. He's not one of those guys that's a lot of pass breakups or interceptions. Maybe that just hurts him if, if you're not kind of paying attention. But I was pretty blown away. And, and in that same vein, from West Virginia, uh, defensive back Tyke Smith not getting a first or second team. That, that was unbelievable to me. Um, you know, it, it's just, it, I get it. It's really hard. You have to, you have to narrow it down to, to eight defensive backs. you got to narrow it down to eight defensive linemen and six linebackers. But I was really surprised kind of the guys that they lean towards. Um, and, you know, look, I, I think that the voters are obviously, you know, they're using their own consideration. I'm sure that a lot of them are thinking, who do we game plan for? A lot of them are thinking, who do we see make plays? You know, I can tell you, you know, from a from a media perspective, sometimes, you know, people tend to lean on the stats when they haven't seen players play as much as they have. But I think that a guy like Tejada has been so good this year. I, I think that he really got uh, – I, I think he really got job done. So Tristan Ebner will return next season for Baylor. How big of that, uh, especially from a leadership standpoint, for Coach Aranda to have a guy like that come back? Yeah, I, I think that's huge. I actually missed that news. So that's, that's tremendous news for them. Um, you know, I think that – it was obviously tough sledding when it came to playing running back in the running scheme this year, but I think that just having a guy like that, like you mentioned, a single-digit number guy, uh, somebody who was the leader on this team, somebody who, you know, as a return specialist, was as good as anybody in college football this year, and, and I expect to potentially, you know, get some national attention as a return specialist. I, I think that's huge. You know, this is a guy who's kind of been there as the program has grown, who's seen uh, the program at its highest and, and obviously seen it at its lowest, and I think that especially in that running back room. I, I think that to have that leadership is going to be really important. And we all know what he can do on the field as a player. And, and also, on top of everything, I'm glad that he gets another shot to kind of, you know, more than anything, uh, get another shot at his senior year. You know, this was obviously such a tough year for him um, and for this program overall. So I'm glad that he's going to get another opportunity to try to make it right. A hot topic here in Waco, and I'm sure for y'all up there in the Metroplex as well, is uh, Charlie Brewer entering the transfer portal, where he might end up. And uh, for me personally, I feel like a school like an SMU would be a good landing point. But do you know if um, – is there any rumblings about Shane Bichelle possibly returning next season? Yeah, I think that I would probably lean towards uh, him leaving. Now, that's not necessarily especially sourced, but I think that that's what I would probably lean towards. Right. And I think that the other thing, too, that you – that you look at with SMU is that, uh, you know, I think that they have started to reach out a little bit to some of these grad transfer quarterbacks. They've got a tremendous, tremendous freshman quarterback coming in named uh, Preston Stone, who's like a top 100 type recruit, a game-changing recruit for that program. But I think that there's a lot of thought in, uh, you know, in Dallas that they want to get a guy in there to maybe play for a year, to maybe help him learn the ropes, so that you're not throwing a freshman out there immediately. And, you know, as for Michelle, I, I do think, you know, I, I think that there are plenty of good reasons for him to come back. But at the same time, the thing that I'll say is that I kind of feel like he's accomplished what he can accomplish at SMU. You know, I kind mm -hmm. of feel like he got two great years there. He had an opportunity to obviously be on the cover of our magazine. He had an opportunity to win 10 games there for the first time since 1983, which is just tremendous, obviously. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to lose some production. So this isn't necessarily going to be a better team in 2021 so i wouldn't be shocked if he decided you know what i've played five years of college football maybe it's time for me but look shane's a fantastic kid and one of the best players in the state so i wouldn't be shocked if he came back but i do think that there's going to be an opening there 
Shahan, final thought. Uh, we'll have the championship games, uh, one tonight and four coming up tomorrow. Then the CFP does their thing. Then the bowls all line up right after that. Uh, you know, what are the chances Big 12 gets two New Year's Day bowl slots with Iowa State and Oklahoma? Yeah, I think that they're in really good shape because, look, I think that heading into this game, everybody kind of assumes that Oklahoma is going to be the favorite. And if Oklahoma beats Iowa State and it's close, I mean, these are two top 10 teams. I don't think that either of them are going to fall very far. And especially with a team like, you know, like I mentioned, Miami, who lost last week, obviously, in pretty tough fashion, kind of falling out of that mix, I think that potentially opens up the spot as in that large. Um, and, and really, I think that you look, too, at uh, at. The SEC, you know, Florida, depending on how bad they lose to Alabama, that could open up a spot. I think if the Big 12 is in really good shape to have an opportunity to get multiple uh, New Year's Six Bowl teams. And, and obviously for, you know, what it's kind of been the last couple of years, I think that would be huge for the conference. Very good. Well, appreciate your expertise and great to visit with you and have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas and hope to see you soon. Merry Christmas, John. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Shehan Jayaraja from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Baylor grad, uh, but does a good job, great job, really, covering Baylor and the Big 12 and really all the schools in the state of Texas. We could have thrown, you know, a U of H question at him, uh, anything like that, UTEP, and he would have had an answer for it. No, he, he really is. He's Every year I, I, he always goes out and goes to visit these different schools to write those cover stories and, and the different stories for the magazine. And, man, if you got a question about college football in the state of Texas, he's the guy. Yeah, absolutely. So great to visit with him. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. Glad you're with us on this Friday morning john morris show brought to you in part by amanda cunningham caldwell banker apex realtor saw amanda yesterday she had her client appreciation uh, party last night in conjunction with diamore fine jewelers amanda uh, can be reached at 254-495-0338 or just google search her name that'll get you to her facebook page her website and everything uh, you need to know is there it's amanda cunningham caldwell banker apex realtor Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long, here on the home of Lady Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Northwestern State, Friday in the Farrell Center, 1.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 2 p.m. tip-off, Friday. Tune in to Bruce Geetson and Maggie Davis-Stanette for Baylor Lady Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow, I love my windows, universal windows direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. With more and more employees officing from their homes, how is your business pivoting during this unique time? Let the premier provider of technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, conduct a free business technology assessment for your organization. Our professional analysts will understand your organization's unique document workflow. You will get a 360-degree view of all your document-related expenses, as well as see your employees' challenges and areas in need of improvement. Call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The seventh-ranked Baylor Lady Bears are back in action this afternoon at the Farrell Center looking for their 60th straight home victory as they host Northwestern State. Head coach Kim Mulkey was asked if she had time to prep for the Lady Demons as they played three games in four days. Um, I've had time to work on us. Mainly is just to do the same preparation that we did for Southern and the same preparation we'll do for McNeese State is what do we need to do better, and I think that we will. Tip-off for Baylor versus Northwestern State is at 2 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tonight, the Temple Wildcats playoff run continues as they take on Rockwall Heath at Baylor's McLean Stadium. Pregame is at 6.30 with kickoff at 7 on AM 1330 and 93.9 FM, Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. There is a uh, TV commercial, TV spot that's running right now that uses this song. I've noticed have you that. Heard that. I have, and the only reason I've noticed that is because we play it on here. Exactly. And I love this. <laughs> awesome. I do too. At some point, we're gonna, and it may be next week. <laughs> we're gonna just let the whole song <laughs> run. How about that? Bill Withers' "Lovely Day" is what it is. Appreciate uh, everyone being on with us. Is shaping up as a lovely day, weather-wise and otherwise. I know a lot of folks will be out uh, finishing up Christmas shopping. We're doing the same today. Uh, I am leaving town, headed for Manhattan, Baylor and K State coming up tomorrow. Tomorrow. So look forward to that. Uh, first time I've traveled with basketball this year, which is crazy to think about, but uh, looking forward to that. After the test this morning, we've got tests at uh, mm. 10 a.m., and then we'll be cleared for takeoff after that. 
John Morris Show brought to you in part by our good friends at the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Love telling you about all the events and the activities going on at the Baylor Club. And there are many, many of those here around the holidays. Uh, this week, in fact, tonight, in fact, it's the Holiday Dance Party. Uh, it is tonight from 7 to 10 p.m. Enjoy live music with a DJ, drinks, hors d'oeuvres, and fun. That is tonight, 7 to 10, for the Holiday Dance Party at the Baylor Club. Tomorrow night, how about this? Fun for the family, Christmas movie night featuring Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. Uh, they are open at 6, and the movie begins at 625. That is tomorrow night. Sit back, relax, and enjoy a holiday movie with your family and friends on the big screen. Come in your favorite pajamas and snuggle up with a cup of hot chocolate in our sweet lounge. That is tomorrow night for movie night. Come and see The Grinch the 2018 version of The Grinch. They always have the uh, Club Eats to Go available. Uh, you can go to the website, get the menu there. All you do is click on that, uh, give some specifics, and then uh, pull up. They put it in your car, contactless, and you've got the great Baylor Club food to take home, warm up, and eat at home. Plenty of things going on at the Baylor Club. Check them all out on the web at thebaylorclub.com, thebaylorclub.com. Phone number is 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. We're also brought to you by uh, Marineland Boating Center. On the web, MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. You can shop in person or you can handle everything remotely at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Check them out in Waco at I-35 and Loop 340 South in Waco. All right, we need to move out of here, top of the hour. Uh, off the Bench is coming up, 10 mm -hmm. to noon. What do you guys have coming up on Off the Bench? Well, a lot of all the great state championship games that went on yesterday, we'll get into those, um, talk some college football. Obviously, we'll get into the Cowboys, the 49ers. Uh, and then Curtis Quillen will join us at 1130 to give his perspective of the state title games as well. So that's what we got coming up for you. Very good. Isn't that great having all those games on Fox Sports Southwest? It really is. And, you know, I was so nervous I wasn't going to be able to watch it because they move it over to the plus. The plus, you yeah. Know, and, and then I, my friend uh, Reggie Cobb hit me up yesterday. He was like, man, because I have Grande and I could never find it. And he told me the channel and I was able to catch that oh, Howitzville Jim nice. Ned game. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Very good, very good. Uh, great job by Fox Southwest covering all those. I had it on in my office, and uh, Paul Bradshaw came in and sat down and watched part yeah. of the game yesterday afternoon, and other people would stick their head in and say, what's the score? Uh, that post-Shiner uh, game yeah. was the one in the afternoon, so really cool to have those available. Uh, all right, so uh, that is off the bench coming up 10 to noon. Noon to 3 is unnecessary roughness. 3 to 6 is uh, uh, game time this afternoon. Now, a bit of a change in the schedule with mm -hmm. women's basketball on the air this afternoon. So, one thirty pregame, 2 o'clock tip-off for the Lady Bears and Northwestern State. So, unnecessary roughness will go noon to one thirty, And then after the women's game, up to 4 and 4.30, then game time will take to the airwaves, and they'll take you right up until 6 o'clock this mm -hmm. evening. So, women's basketball on the air today. Uh, tomorrow, they'll be on 92.9 FM. Men will be here on ESPN Central Texas tomorrow. Uh, Lord willing, we'll reconvene and talk about it all coming up on Monday. Thanks to Shehan Jayaraja being on with us. If you missed any or all of that, 
Garrett has it up on the website at SyntechSportsFan.com or just search social media at 1660 ESPN. Garrett, again, congratulations on your graduation and one big birthday we need to mention before we go. Yes, my son, Parker, what I call him, T-Buddy. Yep. Sunday. He's going to be eight. Number eight coming up on Sunday. Happy birthday to Parker uh, coming up on Sunday. Have a great and safe weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. All right, everybody hang tight one second. I'm going to give you all permission to record.